If you're an executive, entrepreneur, seasoned investor, or just a student of the game, you'll love The Great Fail, Adweek's Entrepreneurship Podcast of the Year, a show that artfully uncovers some of the biggest fails in business history and how it might have been prevented. The Great Fail is entertaining, informative, and told through a true crime narrative in under 30 minutes that keeps you at the edge of your seats. So check out The Great Fail wherever you get your podcast. 2020 podcast numbers and projections have not only been affected by the coronavirus, but by the upcoming presidential election as well. These two major events have touched and affected almost every industry in a multitude of ways. In this episode of On the Mic with Ad Results Media, Nathan Spell and I sit down with Larry Goldberg of Cadence 13 to discuss the changes he's experienced in 2020. So let's get started. That's the great thing about Stamps.com. They grow with you. As much fun as I had, I couldn't wait to get back to my sleep number bed. Yep. I love my third love bras. They're hands down the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. I love making Blue Apron. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's my me time. Well, Larry, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us. I know that there's a lot going on and it can be difficult to find time in your schedules. So we really appreciate you being here. Would you mind starting off by telling our listeners a little bit about you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Lindsay. And thank you, Nathan, for having me. And uh, I feel sort of honored to be invited onto the uh, Ed Results podcast. It's Larry Goldberg. I work with Cadence 13. I've been there since August of 17. So it'll be three years this summer. Before that, I've spent time uh, in radio, national radio, local spot for Clear Channel, iHeart and ABC radio. Before that, I shifted over to Cumulus and worked on at Westwood One. So I did network radio. I was on a meeting one time and uh, someone asked me about the digital platform we had at uh, Westwood One. And this was in spring of 17. And I sort of gave the old Charlie Brown wah, 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 and um, decided <laughs> I came home that night and told my wife, I've got to go make a move over to digital audio, whether it was Pandora, Spotify, but I really had a, an inkling for podcasting. I had always been a podcast listener. Um, I find it to be talk radio on steroids, so to speak. We, we make the uh, analogy in the office, a couple of my colleagues and myself when we were in the office, that um, you know, listening to music, you're leaning back and you're hanging out. And when you're listening to talk radio, you're sort of sitting up, paying attention. With podcasting, you're sort of leaning in, right? And you're you're taking it to another level. So um, it was natural fit, natural progression for me. And uh, you know, I love it. I, I love dealing directly with the clients. I love the direct response or the performance enhancing clients that I get to work with. And um, you know, that's my story. <laughs> that, that's awesome. How have things changed at Cadence Thirteen since the start of this pandemic? Aside from the obvious working from home? <laughs> of course, that, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think um, think end of March, we took, it was sort of a wait and see approach. Um, like the rest of the ad community, we fielded a lot of challenging client cancellations, revisions, changes, obviously, because nobody knew where the world was going. But from a content standpoint, we continued to beef up our schedule and produce content. Brene Brown was set to launch at South by Southwest, which was the week of 316, um, which is basically the start of the pandemic. Uh, we bumped it back one week and she's had over a million downloads in her first 15 episodes every episode. So um, while a lot is different from a where we are standpoint, uh, physically, I think our attitude is 100% back and our content is, is in line with where it needs to be. 
Uh, we're just hoping that the ad community can, you know, be receptive to that and come back uh, in full force. So let's talk more about content. How exactly has content pivoted with with everything that's been going on with the pandemic? Well, I, I think from a, a listener standpoint, obviously there's no sports anymore uh, or lack of sports, but there are still shows that talk about sports like GM Shuffle. They just talk about sports and football how it relates to COVID-19 or how it relates to the draft, which was huge for us. And we did draft specials and Mike Lombardi was out in Las Vegas doing four shows that week versus his normal one show a week. So from a standpoint of content, um, the Crooked Media guys are now just covering coronavirus, how it relates to politics and how it relates to elections. On the flip side, we had shows like Girl Boss and Skim that have had to cut back, you know, less ad space uh, being sold in those shows, uh, other, uh, let's say, platforms that those, you know, publishers work with, whether it be their search or their online or their social, not receiving the ad revenue that they normally receive and those sort of slowing down their business. So we've pivoted in a sense to create new content. Andrew Yang, Brene Brown, among others, Crooked came out with one called Hall of Shame, where they're doing sports stories from a political standpoint. But I think we've managed the process uh, as, as well as we could. It's the end of May now as we're recording this podcast. How has inventory changed since, you know, January and February, both in terms of, you know, supply, obviously, but maybe demand from the advertiser side? From March through June, inventory took a hit. We are normally, as a company, 85 to 90, 90% sold out in shows, and some shows were floundering to the 30 to 40% range. Um, there are certain shows like Happier with Gretchen Rubin, who didn't miss a beat. So uh, certain content shows survived, certain ones didn't. But overall, I would say as a company, we definitely took a hit in inventory, but it afforded us the opportunity, you know, from an ad results perspective to actually, you know, beef up some of those client schedules, bonus some clients, you know, discount some pricing for some, some short-term deals if we needed to, uh, and, and look at the, you know, that sort of challenge with a different type of solution. So what are y'all doing to stay on top of trends and, and changes in the space? I love the way you say y'all. Can you just keep doing that? <laughs> Every time I talk to somebody from Houston and they use the y'all, I, I love it. Um, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> I was asking uh, what y'all are doing to stay on top of trends. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, we, we kind of <laughs> listen to the marketplace. It's not just the audience, but it's it's the clients as well. Um, we need to understand the crossover needs are, um, the means that what listeners are looking for and where those tie into what advertisers are looking for. Um, in a sense of certain programming like Ramble, uh, Emma Chamberlain and David Dobrik and some of our YouTube social influencers, I mean, they're thriving. They're winning Webby Awards and that helped us land um, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, which will be uh, coming out in August, September range. So, um, you know, we, we hear what the marketplace is saying. We understand, you know, one of the other things I love about podcasting is, you know, there's no more CHR and classic rock and AC. We've got the ability to do storytelling against the rules with Michael Lewis from Pushkin. And we've got Malcolm Gladwell's new season coming out in June from uh, Revisionist History. So um, there's true crime now, there's storytelling, and then there's also these social influencers. So having these types of people like Malcolm Gladwell and Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio and David Dobrik winning awards, it's it's it just bolsters our roster. Brene Brown. I mean, she was on, I saw her this morning on uh, the Today Show doing commencement speeches for graduation. So it's not just that we've got 
these little small shows, we've got these big name personalities. So if you don't mind talking about it a little bit, what would you say your biggest challenge to your specific role has been? Me personally, Larry's specific challenge. Well, I'm a people person. That's why I've been mm. in sales. I graduated college. Um, even as a sales assistant, when I started, I, I the person I was afforded to work for was on maternity leave six months into my job, and they gave me her her you know her sales list because I was just ready and I like to talk to people. So setting up Zoom calls is one thing, but being in person and and getting to meet people um, and, and actually persuading them to buy your stuff sometimes, or just having that relationship building, um, that that's the part I miss the most. The, the pivot off of that is challenging. How many times can you do a Zoom call with the same people to see how are things going in San Diego or how are they going in Colorado? You know, yep. it, it, it affords itself to get pretty, you know, sort of monotone at some point. Um, so to me, I, I like to think of it as I like to be out there. I like to be talking and I like to be hanging out, getting to know people. Someone once taught me that no matter who you're talking to or what you're talking to them about, you're going to move that relationship one way or the other. So make sure it's a positive impression you make on that person to move that relationship forward. And I miss that. I do too, honestly. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Like, I mean, my kids are doing Zoom calls and they're doing, I mean, my son had art today at two o'clock uh, on a, a Google classroom. And it's the last thing he wants to do is draw a picture and hold it up at seven years old. But that's, you know, that's sort of the reality. And, you know, we lead by example. So if they see me and my wife on Zoom calls for our jobs, then they want to be on Google Meets and classrooms for their calls. And, you know, it's affected every industry. I'm curious, like, what is, what has been the most surprising result for the podcast industry as a whole? The most surprising result. So, I mean, I, I think just to handle that with a challenge first is some of the content that we were creating and planning for this summer, similar to I was reading something that HBO was going through, is all the production that was being done right now for fall programming has been put to halt. So how do we pivot and still create amazing content um, while that backlog now is being pushed back? So mm. from our standpoint, it's how do we figure out solutions for our customers being you know, the, the, the spenders of the advertisers? And how do we at the same time also keep our publishers and our client podcast hosts happy? Some of our bigger groups I've already mentioned, like Crooked Media and Pushkin and Tenderfoot, who's creating these true crime, you know, docu-series. You know, how, how do we keep them happy with ads when the clients aren't spending? And at the same time, we have to create content, but there's no place to record and tape and, and, and mm -hmm. do investigative journalism. So it's sort of a hold tight, see what next week brings, take yeah. it one step at a time. But, you know, I, I always look at, you know, this space from radio now into podcasting as there aren't problems, you know, there are challenges and there's always solutions. So communicating, over communicating, working together, um, we can figure it out. You know, uh, it, the, the old expression, we're not curing cancer, we, you know, we're not curing the pandemic. We're just trying to survive it. Right. You know, that's sort of where we're at right now. So it's, it's sort of a day by day. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's kind of how it's rolling for most of us. What advice would you have for, for advertisers who are, you know, thinking about advertising in the podcast space right now in the midst of all this? Well, I think Apple about two or three weeks ago announced that there's over uh, a million podcasts now on their, on their provider. Now, some of them could be from 2012 and don't exist anymore, but the, the yeah. podcasting medium isn't going away. It's only growing. 
Um, you're seeing more and more, um, you know, the way Spotify is doing their deals and Amazon is now working through Audible and uh, their, their audio books and their podcast space and Google's creating new ways to serve their podcasts. So um, I would say to any advertiser that's kicking the tires on jumping into the podcast space, jump in now, jump in early, jump in often. There, there are deals to be had now. Uh, I think someone, I think someone at Air Results one told me, it might have been Russell, who said, at any, we'll test anything at, any, at a price for the right price. So, you know, and it's my job or our job on the sales side to figure out those solutions to the challenge and come up with how can we entice a client that's on the fence how to come into podcasting. But now is the time, right? There's inventory available. Um, there's great content available. People are still listening. Um, the numbers have come all the way back. They're listening at different times in different ways. So the commuting hours are down. I mean, I save 12 and a half hours a week, not commuting, but wow. I'm going for walks. I'm doing more laundry than ever before. I'm doing the dishes. And during those times I have my headphones in or my earpiece in, and I'm listening to my pods in, in, in different ways. So what are y'all projecting or how are y'all projecting downloads to change um, as we head into Q3 and Q4? Well, a bulk of our business is crooked media. So with the election looming, um, we're going to be doing a VP series uh, from crooked media and the Pod Save America guys on Biden's selection of who his VP will be. Uh, we're going to be breaking down sort of those debates as they happen with bonus episodes. They're creating new content all the time over at uh, at crooked media. They've got something coming up called uh on the supreme court they've got um a missing america show with ben rhodes who's the co-host of pod save the world so you know for us q3 leading into q4 and the election is just it's going to be massive um aside from all that all of our other shows um you know are, are we're expecting all the growth to come back and then some we've got our uh long may they run series which is a c13 original which last year it's on touring bands last year we did fish and this year we're doing Dave Matthews. So we expect that to just be growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, Gangster Capitalism, our other C13 original, last year was on the admission scandal. This year we dropped it during coronavirus and it's on the uh, the NRA and the National Rifle Association and it's rolling society. So, you know, there's there's great content to be had. Um, but in talking to some, I can't tell you all the, th the good things that are coming, but there the, the foot is on the gas, the pedals to the metal. Um, and we've got a lot of things coming out. Like I'd already mentioned, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio is coming out. So there's, there's things coming out in sports, in true crime. We've got something coming out with, uh, from Tenderfoot, uh, and the NBA on the Tim Donaghy and the, uh, it's called whistleblower on the, the referee scandal with the gambling. So there's this really good content coming out later on in the back half of the year. That's awesome. That's really exciting. Yeah. You know what? It, it's exciting from a sales perspective too, because, you know, We've got a lot of great shows to begin with, 106 podcasts and a lot of different groups, but it's great to know that those publishers and those content providers are always looking to do better. I mean, like I said, Malcolm Gladwell starts in June and he's not, he, he's the gold standard when it comes to ad reads and content and, yeah. uh, you know, season five of Revisionist History is going to be massive. I'm super excited for that one. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that podcast personally. Well, um, two more I would even touch on is we did a, a show with, uh, with the History Channel called Hope Through History uh, with John Meacham just an awesome arc of storytelling where they covered um, polio virus and they, they've covered a lot of things um, 
back the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and, and among other things. And uh, and Andrew Yang uh, just dropped a podcast with us, uh, which started in May, called Yang Speaks, which is delivering great numbers for us already. So you know, between Brene Brown, John Meacham, Andrew Yang, you know, it, it's just a an arsenal of, of just talent that we keep launching, and it's just I feel really good about where we're at. So. Can you talk a little bit about how the supply and demand of inventory is going to change or how you kind of project it changing between now and as we get closer to the election? Because it sounds like you've there's a lot of content that people are really going to be tuning into around election time. Well, so the challenge is when everybody was bailing out of March and April, we were moving a lot of that to first June and July, and then it was August and September. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the numbers, it's one, of, you know, I hate to use the the Trump or the Cuomo, the arc and the plateau and the curves, but our March and April took a dip, but our, you know, our May came back a little bit. Our June is, is, is definitely back. But as we create new shows, our July and August are plateauing for us um, and September as well. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I think inventory is going to be tight. Um, there's going to be demand. Uh, that's why I recommend buying in now if you could. Uh, if you could forecast that way, but I also think that the clients are going to come back, right? So all the uh, the D to C clients, all, all all those performance based clients that are have had fulfillment centers shut down, have had workers that couldn't you know meet orders, whether it be someone like a butcher box or a Blue Apron that, that didn't want any new customers because they couldn't you know fulfill the current customer base, or it was someone like Joybird or you know that or Rothy's or Third Love that shuts down their their you know their factories. So I think all those clients, or I hope I should say, are all going to come back in a big way, um, especially as we lead into the holidays. I think, you know, as the economy comes back, the spending will come back. So I, if you're interested in Q3, Q4 or political inventory, now would be the time. I think we're all expecting and, and hoping for a big bounce back. We'll, and I think that our, our clients are going to come back in, in leaps and bounds for sure. Well, I, I really wanted to thank you for joining us today. I've really enjoyed this conversation and, and I really appreciate your your insight and taking the time. Anytime for you, for you people, for anyone at Ed Results, you know, I'm more than happy to. Uh, it's good to see you. Hope you guys are doing well. Nathan, it's good to see you. And, uh, you know, if you ever need me again, I'm always available. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes and leave us a comment with your feedback, questions, or ideas for future segments. If you would like more info on Ad Results Media and what we do, please visit us online at adresultsmedia.com. This podcast is an Ad Results Media production. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan.